0: shout again because of the hand of the almighty God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we shout the victory right now In in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in the greatest name Everything is, has the power at the name of Jesus, and we give God the thanks this morning
1: in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, the atmosphere is set for the presence of God to move. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's come on, let's respond to the presence of God. He may have just walked in, but God is moving. for a few moments as we as we prepare to change the order. God of heaven we thank you God for your presence. God that we feel. God we're responding. God to your spirit. God that we feel in this house. Oh God we thank you God for meeting us this morning. God for showing up. God for your presence. God that has met us here. Oh thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Oh God that all things are possible God in an atmosphere like this thank you Jesus thank you Jesus amen we want to welcome you to the third service and renew amen we've heard two magnificent messages and I expect this morning to be no no less than great amen proactive not reactive Knock out the sin. Set boundaries. We need to go on the offensive and the deep versus the defensive. Amen. Just a few things that that Sister Marshall brought out last night. Amen. Let's let's worship with the praise team. Let's get behind them this morning. Amen. God bless you. Praise the
2: Lord, everybody. Could you- voice because y'all know when I sing I give it all but one thing that came to my mind is you know no matter what I go through no matter what life brings one thing that I've found that helps me in my time of need in my time that I need refreshing and renewing is encouraging myself in the Lord David the word says David encouraged himself in the Lord and that's what we have to do sometimes you know we're not always going to get a word you know, from, from from the Lord. You know, from a saint. Somebody's not always going to be able to lay hands on us. So we have to learn to be content, and we have to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And the song, the words to this song, is very simple. Uh, many of you know it, so if you know it, just sing it with me. Um, it's powerful. It's not a lot of words, but it's a powerful song. So sing with me. Thank uh-huh. you.
3: to speak to my heart or from my heart what she means to me we'd be here forever. And we have a plane to catch tomorrow. So I'm gonna try to stick to my notes here, but I met Dr. Monty Marshall when she came to Florida at the end of 2021. I was going through some hardships and I was asking God, Why, how did I get here again? How am I here again? And she comes and she begins to preach, stop drawing circles around the events in your life. It's all connected. By the time she was done, she had been in my living room, my kitchen. She made a sandwich and was sipping on tea. I never, never forgot that message and it has truly changed my life. I knew right then and there that she was sent by God just for me. He has a way of answering prayers, amen? I had no idea how close we would grow, but she had become my mentor, my best friend, my mom, my amma. She has the best sense of humor, and to say that she has a big heart is the understatement of the year. I've shadowed her, I've watched her, and all minister to strangers with such love and compassion that I've said in my own heart, God, I want that. I want to be able to show others that kind of love and compassion, and to be able to minister the word to others in that same passion and joy. In Florida, we, in where she established uh, mental health matters support groups which was comprised primarily of new converts. And it was such an atmosphere of praise and worship. People received the Holy Ghost, everyone was speaking in tongues, and it was just such a magnificent moment and and, uh, opportunity to be with God. Dr. Vani has a bachelor's degree in law, a master's degree in psychology, and a doctorate in counseling. She's the CEO of an online course program, Pathway USA. She also has her private practice as a professional counselor and is a professor of psychology at CLC in Stockton, California. In my opinion, if you've ever met her, she needs no introduction. (laughs) Please welcome, with love, my mom, Dr. Bonnie Marshall.
4: To her and get her to preach. She's amazing. Wendy is I adopted her. She's she's a wonderful lady. She is my personal assistant, but she keeps it all together for me. I don't think that I could make it without Wendy. So thank you, Wendy. Can we just encourage Wendy in the Lord? She's amazing. Amazing girl. Amazing. I think God gave me a gift. In her. I nag her sometimes. One of these days she's gonna beat me up. <laughs> oh Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. I'm gonna to talk to you about being radical. <laughs> yeah, we can't have we can't have prayer conference without the, the idea of a radicalism, right? <laughs> That, that, that word, radicalism, has been kind of trashed in this world today. It usually, you know, extremists or whatever, <laughs> like Brother Munden said. You know, you know, I tell you what, I need to be an extremist in Jesus Christ. Brother Munden gave me this idea. When, you know, I think, like, I think your daughters call you extremists. Don't they? He's very extreme in the Lord. We need to be extreme. I don't want to be a sit around, attend church. Let me me tell you, church, if all you do is come to church, one day you won't. If if all you do is attend, one day you won't. You better come to church. You better get involved. You better do stuff. I don't care. You paint the walls, vacuum the carpet, wash the plates. But you better serve God if you want to stay in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Again, Sister Duvall, you are an amazing lady. Thank you so much for your friendship, your, friendship, your, your dedication to prayer, and wanting to see it move forward. Thank you so much, and of course to Bishop and First Lady Crutchfield, um, I am very grateful that they have given me the opportunity to uh, to be here today. Praise the Lord. Media, media, I need Acts chapter 1 and 8. I know I should have given it to you about 30 minutes ago, but hey. Acts chapter 1 and 8, I'm going to talk to you about the radical Christian. How many here you want to be radical? You have to change your world. I want to change my world. I need to change my world. Acts chapter 1 and 8, and we've got it up there. Wow, well, we know, oh, wait a minute. That's not Acts chapter 2. What is that? That's yesterday's scripture. <laughs> well, we all know what's Acts 1 and 8, right? You've got your Bibles with you. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, and in Samaria, and in Hinesville, and in Jacksonville, and in whatever, in Georgia, in Savannah, we are, you're gonna be witnesses and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. you are a Book of Acts church, amen. All right, now you turn around to uh, to your neighbor and say, I wanna be a radical Christian may be seated. Thank you so much for standing so long. I need to be a radical Christian. Let me tell you, let me tell you, God, how many here you believe God has started something in you, either years ago or today or yesterday? he began in you. When God completes the process of refining this is what this is all about. All that problem, all of the stuff, all of the challenges in your life in your marriage, in your whatever. This is the part of the process of refining you. This is to make you more like him. If you thought Christianity was going to be an easy life full of only blessings every day, I'm sorry but you're not cut out for this. You better find another way. Christianity is not the way that you. Because, you know, it's always the way, but then
0: you're not going to be able to handle it.
4: Yeah. Christianity is tough. It's the way of Jesus. It's tough. He ended up being crucified. process of refining you on this planet. There's no refining in heaven. Heaven is just, you know, one long marriage supplement. I don't know how much fried chicken they're going to have there, but they better have some. I'm going to be real disappointed, Sister Terry, they don't have good southern food. I don't want New York food in heaven. There may not be any New Yorkers in heaven. I'm just kidding. That's not true. I know some New Yorkers that will make it. Not many, but anyway. Hallelujah. If you're a New Yorker, I love you. God has completed the process of testing your faith, He's completed your journey of pain. Why? Because He wants you to come forth as gold. He, he doesn't want you in a, some other suspect metal. He wants you as gold, the best. The faith in which you, but once he's completed the work on this planet, I'm not talking about heaven, on this planet, when he's completed the work, the faith in which you believe will be not, nothing like it was before. The anointing with which you pray will be like nothing it was before. I don't want to have yesterday's anointing. I'm not talking about security okay i want people to i want people to you know the other day i was at a store back in new york and there was this lady i mean she was right close to me and looked like she was following me and i was like i'm not i mean she was just she just looked like an ordinary lady i turned around and said can i help you ma'am she said <laughs> she said i'm sorry i know it sounds it's kind of weird, but there's something. I just feel that I need to talk to you. Oh. She's a total stranger. Listen, she was not a drawn to me. I, I need to be so full of Jesus that she's drawn to the Lord. You know, wherever he went, people followed him Prayer conference, right? Yeah. Talking, this prayer conference. Yeah. Okay. Alright. I want the anointing to be so powerful, I walk into it, fill my prescription, and somebody wants to talk to me and say, what is up with you? Like, are you for real? And and I want that. I want people to be like. And so anyway, I started talking to that lady and in the end started praying with her right there at the at the at the meat aisle. I was just laying hands and praying for her. She lifted up my hands and, and she was like, I don't know what it was, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I felt I needed to talk to you about my, I gave him my card, I told her to call me. We need to get out there, folks. A church building is wonderful and important, but it's a building. The, the building is not the church. If you're the church. So if you're not going to get out there, if you're not going to get out there, you know what's going to happen? The building will become I'm kind of a duty is i we clock in and clock out. We clock in at 11 o'clock or 9 30, and then we clock out at 12, 1 o'clock, whatever. Go to have lunch and meet that. Hey, we've done church. No, 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 you don't do church. You are the church. You be the church. You be church. You don't do church. You be. There's nothing. Does all of Hinesville know you here? No, I'm asking you. That's not. That's not. That's not rhetorical question. It's a real question. Does Hinesville know that you exist? This is your town. I'm not even. I'm not even going to another outside outskirts. Just Hines, do, they, do they know you exist? Well, some of them do. Just your neighborhood. The other neighborhoods know you exist. You gotta make make sure they know you are real and you exist. You better make sure you advertise. They know Apple exists. They know Amazon exists. Chapter 1 and 8, that we read just now, is that what God wants to do in your life is going to leave you so radically transformed. 1 and 8 said, You shall receive power, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, right? What does that mean? That means that He's gonna, He wants to not just transform you, He wants to radically transform you that people start talking about you. Not talking bad about you, but talking about what's the matter with her. And you become a kitchen table conversation. She used to be so mean, now she's smiling at everybody. <laughs> is she on
0: something? Oh,
4: she's not smiling. Sorry. What's the matter with her? Your neighbor is going to be stunned because instead of, you know, screeching your car out, you're just waving him. Okay? They're like, okay, what's the matter with you? Your children are stunned. Your children turn around and tell Dad. Dad, you know, Mom's not been the same since that conference. She's not slamming the door on you anymore. She's not screaming at anybody. She's nice. What's wrong with her? And Dad's like, I don't know. But Let's enjoy it while it lasts. Don't tell her about it, it Might you know, it might have an adverse effect. I want, I want the skeptics in my life to debate whether I'm real or not. I want skeptics to say, what's the matter with, she's so different, right? The critical, I want the critical and unbelieving will have a difficult time recognizing what I've become. Because the world cannot recognize Jesus Christ, you see. They can only be, they can respond to that. They can respond to the power or whatever, but they're not able to put two into, what is this? You are an ambassador. Okay, I want the neighbors and friends closest to you who have become so accustomed to your depression. Are people in your life so used to the depression and the anxiety that that's all they talk about? She's always like that. She's always mean. She's always screaming at everybody and depressed and anxious. She's always like that. I don't want people to, I want them to say, man, she was like that a few months ago. So used to my issues, my condition. People talk about our issues, you know. If you don't think they do, they do. And I circumstance that, you, that my radical change will leave them debating its authenticity. I want people to say, Are you for real? Are you authentic? Yeah, I am. You, you're like change, yeah. How come? Well, that's in our conversation, started right then. Right? But how are people going to engage you in that kind of conversation if you're same old, same old? Aren't you tired of being same old, same old? Aren't you tired of the same old circumstance, the same old problems? Come on. I mean, hey, life, listen, I'm going to make my life as interesting and exciting as I. With bishop as witness. And the Lord told me this about this congregation. Some of you are about to operate in a boldness you've only dreamed about. Come on. Oh come on. God is gonna use you in the gift of faith, the gift of healing to lay hands on the sick and see them recover right here. on, right here. Some of you are about to operate in a bonus, in authority, in an anointing you've only dreamed about. You're thinking, that's not me, I can't, do some of you are about to do it. You're going to, you're going to receive that. Today, at the end of this message, you are going to come out and you're going to receive that anointing that breaks every yoke in your life. Amen? Are you ready for that? But first of all, you need to stop doubting God loves you just because you lost a job. Come on. Come okay, on. I'm gonna say that again. You've got to stop doubting God loves you just because you've lost a job, or you've lost a health, or you've lost a relationship. Whatever bad thing or, or negative thing that has happened has got nothing to do with God's love. It has nothing to do. It, it's not because God loves you less or God loves you more that you are more blessed or less blessed. God's love has nothing to do with where you're at right now. God loves you regardless of whether you, and you know, some people think oh, I lost my job, God must be punishing me, or I've lost my health, or I've lost my relationship, or I, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not serving as I used to. And I'm telling you right now, you need to stop doubting God's love and connect it with your life circumstance. God's love has nothing to do with your life circumstance. Okay, amen? But God is about to move you to a position of greater provision, people. That is, a, that is God's, God told you. God told This is is the other part of it. You first need to accept responsibility for your own life, for your own choices. Stop blaming your parents. I said that yesterday. There comes a time when you have to stop blaming grandma or the ex-husband or the parents or the dysfunctionalism or whatever you grew up with that was not safe. The abuse. At some point, I know they may have brought you here, but you need to go from here right up there. Amen. So you need to take responsibility for your own choices. You stop blaming the devil. Come on, come on. Oh yeah, we can blame the devil. It's easy. He's invisible. It's harder to blame ourselves. That's right. It's harder to look in the mirror and say, you know what? There's the devil and there's all of that people and there's people that have that have messed with my life. My greatest enemy can be the person that I'm looking at in the mirror. Come on. Come on. That's the truth. Help us. We need to stop blaming the church. Employees for my present situation. That's it. You know, we, we do this if only. If only my husband was more supportive. Come on. Yes, haven't we done that? If only my spouse was more supportive, I could do a lot more. Well devil's alive. Well, that's just been 24 hours ago. Okay. Yeah. One week from here, I still want you to shout out in your car. Liar. That's it. That's it. That's it. Honey. If only my husband, my wife was most, if only my kids were saved, I'd be a better church member. If only I live closer to the church. Well, you don't. You're going to quit. No. If only my kids went to school, they're not. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Quit? No. If only I had more money. You wouldn't believe how many times I prayed that. If only I had more money. But, well, you don't. What are you gonna do? Quit? No. If only I had a better job. If only I was living in another city. Mm. Stop making excuses and blaming everything on Corona. Come on, come on. Well, now we don't, but if there's a part two, don't blame
5: it. Come on, come on. Stop allowing your
4: history to control your destiny. Submit yourself to your spiritual authority. Amen, everybody! Can you say amen? amen? Work with church leadership. There's a spiritual shift right now. Right now, there's a spiritual shift going on in the United States. There is a window, windows opening over many, many cities. And that spiritual shift right now is in the heavenlies. The season of destiny you're in now isn't going to last forever because windows, like any other access way, windows can close windows open, windows, and doors can open, doors can close. So when the window is open, you better run through it. You better access whatever God has for you. If there's a door open, access whatever God has for you. Amen. There's a window of opportunity. Like now there was a window open to me. This was a few years ago. I received an email. You know, and most of the time Sometimes I receive emails from friends. That's nice because it's personal. It's addressed to me. Hello, Sister Bonnie. How are you? I'm so and so. And I'm like, hey, long time. But then a lot of times, I don't even know who's writing to me. They don't know who they're writing to. It's a mass email, you know what I mean? So anyway, I received this email and it said, "Um, Dear Dr. Bonnie Marshall, I'm a representative of the United Nations. And I'm like, what? Come on. (laughs) Come on people just don't stop scamming (laughs) you know how do they get to my email address anyway I'm the representative of the United Nations we have been trying to locate you we believe that this is your email address can you confirm we would like to invite you to come to the United Nations in New York Mm, Come on. and by this time they'd lost me my eyes glazed over (laughs) I was like you want me to come to the UN in New York I was in Louisiana. Nobody in Louisiana gets it. No, I'm just kidding, but yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Is this on Facebook or something like that? I'm going to be in trouble. This is being live-streamed right now. I'm going to get some nasty email from my Louisiana friend. That's my time. Anyway, and so I read it. I didn't even talk to my husband about it. I thought, oh, whatever. I mean, my goodness. You know, at least sell me something. You ask me to come to New York and UN, you, you and you're going to give me an hour to speak. Okay, fine. So I didn't delete the email. I just ignored it, and I, you know, went about my way. Sister Terry knows the story. And then, uh, and then I just, you know, went about my way. And then a few days later, I get another email from the UN. I mean, it's got an emblem and everything. You know, the UNs, whatever. Dear Dr. Bonnie Marshall, can you confirm that this is your email? Because we are trying to locate you. We would like you to come down, blah, blah, and you know, come to New York and, and give a speech to our UN assembly. And I'm like, man, this scammer is persistent. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the UN is not watching this. You're not scammers. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I kept scrolling down, there was a phone number, and it was not an 800 phone number. Oh, I'm not gonna call that. And it was a, a sound that looked like a real phone number. So I called, I'm like whatever, you know, I called. And a woman picked up the phone. And I'm like, is this the United Nations? Yes, ma'am. I'm the secretary to the general secretary, Ban Ki-moon. He was the, we, yep. the top guy in the UN. Yep. You're, 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 okay. <laughs> I am, um, I'm Dr. Bonnie Marshall. Dr. Marshall! <laughs> And I'm like, yes, <laughs> we've been trying to locate you. And I'm like, okay, but who are you? And she told me her name. I can't reveal the names um, here because, you know, they might lose their job and stuff like that. So she revealed her name and she said, well, we work for the, for the general secretary's office. We've been trying to locate you. I'm like, why? <laughs> I, I'm nobody. Why are you trying to locate me? You know, would well, you want to d- deport me? You can't. I'm an American. What you going to do, throw me over a wall? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> Pastor Fred will probably never have me come back. <laughs> so she said, no, no, we've got, we, you know, we want to, we, Okay, she said, i tell you what, one of our people, they will, they, they watched you on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. What was I doing on YouTube? <laughs> she said, your testimony is something. Well, they, you know, sh- this lady is a Christian, and so she saw your testimony, and she would like you to come, and we all are interested, and also your, your community service among the refugees, so we want you to come and talk to us.
5: Oh, come on. Come
4: on. Now, it was beginning to sound... Frighteningly real, because they knew a lot about me more than I knew about them. <laughs> okay, you've done your homework. He says, "So well, what do I do?" I said, "Well, you just let us know. We will send you the flight ticket. You, you're going to pay for my flight. Well, I'm coming. <laughs> That's okay. It's free. I got nothing to lose. I packed a little suitcase. I didn't take too much." you know, with me, because I thought, well, after I start talking, they're not going to want me around, so, so I, I packed a little hand carry, and I went uh, uh, through JFK, and um, I went, I arrived at JFK Airport, and uh, I arrived there, and there was, I mean, I don't know who was going to pick me up, I didn't know at that time, Wendy was not in my life at that time, to make sure who was going to pick me up and everything, so I arrived, and there was this tall, I mean, I don't, well, to me, everybody's tall.
0: <laughs> but this
4: man was extra tall it was, he looked like he was 8 foot tall he was tall, had jet black hair black eyes and, and, and a black coat and it was winter so he had a great coat and another coat it was all black and, and, and he was holding uh, in my name on a card and, and I went up to him and he said, Giovanni Marshall <laughs> <laughs> yes sir <laughs> Follow me. Okay. He took my hand carry. I was like, wait. And, and, anyway, he took my hand carry and, and he went off. And, and, and just like his great coat and the color of his head, the car that he drove was a long, like a limousine. It was a black, long limousine. It looked like a hearse to me, though. I'm telling you. If I looked at it I'm thinking, oh, Lord. I'm not ever going back, am I? He opened the back door he opened the back door, he said, get inside. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm being kidnapped by a Russian. I'm being kidnapped by a Russian. And my husband don't know how to load the dishwasher. That's all I can think of, you know how we women are. We could be in the middle of a kidnap and we're thinking about who's gonna fix the meal stupid, but anyway, (laughs) and so, and so I went, I went to the, I I sat at the back, he started the car, and he was driving, and he drove, and he drove, and we never got anywhere, we drove, I didn't, I've never been to New York before then, so you know, I was, and then I knocked on that glass door he had between me and him, and I knocked on it, and then he rolled it down, he looked at me, he said, yes, (laughs) and I'm like, um, are we going to the UN?" He said, of course, and then he rolled it back up. He must have thought, what kind of stupid people UN invites? You know, why does UN do that? So I went, he stopped the car outside the one UN hotel. I didn't know the UN had a, had a hotel. I mean, I thought UN was, you know, a business building, an organization. I didn't know it had, it, but there was a one UN hotel, and he said, Wait here, somebody from UN will come and they will check you in. And I'm like, okay, so I waited there, and this woman that spoke to me on the phone apparently was waiting. She crossed over the, the, the street, she came to me, she said, Dr. Vani." I said, yes, I'm so-and-so. Oh, thank God. I thought I was going to Russia. She said, she said, you've got, you've got an hour to refresh and everything in your room, and after that, we're going to come pick you up. We're going to go into the UN building, and you will be speaking there. And I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. So I went up, refreshed, and refreshed and went with her to the UN building, and we were in an auditorium, and there were people just trickling in. It was kind of a, a lunch hour thing. They couldn't do it while they were working, so they had to squeeze me in, in a, an hour lunch, and that's fine. And they, they started trickling in, and before long, it was filled. So, so I'm like, okay, well, this is not a Pentecostal church. It is the United Nations. What am I gonna talk about? They won't understand church speak. Come on, come on. So I just stood there, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so-and-so, and this is what I do. And I started talking to them about refugee and community service, which, which my husband and I were involved in a lot. And so I was just really telling them all of the community work, but thinking that, you know what, even if none of them even react, at least I could go back home and say, I spoke at the UN, don't mess with me now. <laughs> oh ye of little faith. And so I just sat, I just stood there and I began to just talk about all the stuff that we do and the Holy Ghost interrupted me. Don't you just hate that? Oh, on. You're on a roll and the Lord wants to cut in. And the Lord said, can you stop? I'm like, sure. And he said, now tell them that I'm going to fill them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is the United Nations. Okay? It's not a church. And so i continued you know and i'm like what on earth you know god didn't even get it this is UN. This is important people here i'm trying to impress them so i started talking about you know again going back to refugee community work and you know feeding the popular feeding the poor and blah 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 I mean, we were involved in a lot of community feeding programs and so all of that and when katrina hit new Orleans. Uh, we, you know, Alexandria. I lived a few hours away from New Orleans. That's where my home was. A few hours away from New Orleans, beautiful city. I love New Orleans. But when Katrina hit New Orleans, a lot of people died. A lot of people lost, it. and so we took in a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, into Alexandria and fed them and everything. And so it was wonderful. It was. It was. What happened to them was not wonderful. But what the church just stepped up and we took in seven hundred to a thousand people from New Orleans and, and helped them, and children, our uh, families. And so, and so, uh, I was just talking about New Orleans and, the tree and all of that, and God just said, tell them I'm going to fill them. Okay. And this time, he was, like, he meant business. Like, you better tell them, well, I'm going to remove you and get somebody else to do the job. So I, I just stopped. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about my story. And then I began to share my testimony. I said, I was a Hindu, I, 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 you know, and I came into Christianity, and I worshipped many idols, but I came into Christianity, and I understood that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again, and I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I, I, I extended it. I'm just making it short today. But I extended the whole story, and I said, the Lord just told me. I mean, everybody was just sitting there like this. Laughter One smile. They were nothing like you. You're just supportive. You're with me here, and they were just like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every church does. Brother Munden says we've got some men just stand there and stare at you like. Hurry up, preacher woman. Popeye is getting cold. And so I was just, and I was talking, and, and the Lord was, and then I said, I've talked to him about my testimony and everything, and I said, some of you are, are senior secretaries and advisors to the secretary general. You are over UNHCR, which is a refugee organization. You're over environment. You're over arms. You're over arms dealing. You're over peace. You're over all kinds of stuff. But let me tell you, if you don't have God and his spirit in you, your decisions will be decisions of the flesh. Your decisions will be human decisions. I tell you what, Bishop Terry needs to go there and tear it up. They need to hear from him. They need to hear from her. I'm telling you. So I was there. I was just, I was on a roll. They were just sitting there like statues. But I didn't care. The Lord said, You better open your mouth and tell them because I. This is the UN people. And and there was no choir and all of that. That's the, you would have been. I'm telling you, I needed you that day, sister. For, for you to sing that song. That would have slayed all of that. I didn't have nobody. I just had a bunch of sinners looking at me. I was just sitting there and uh, and, and talking to them, standing there and talking to them. And then I said, how many here you want the Holy Spirit, the power of God to change your life, to make your decisions count? And then I looked at all the hands, and I was like, Jesus, what now? You better have a plan. And the Lord, you know, he, I mean, he must have looked at me and went, I don't believe
0: this. Man, the
4: hands, I well, what do you want me to do? Come down there and do your job. And I was looking, and all the hands went up. And then the Lord said, well, tell them that I'm gonna fill them. And I was like, yes. I said, well, those of you whose hands have lifted Beautiful. She had the uh, hijab, you know. And she ran in front. And I looked at her, and she said, "Dr. Marshall." I said, "Yes. I'm a Muslim. I'm from I'm from Somalia. You know, God give me this Holy Spirit." And you, you know, when you have a question like that, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a whatever. And you know, your answer should always be one answer. Yeah, Jesus loves you. That's it. You don't have to go into whatever. Jesus loves you, ma'am. And I told her, Jesus loves you. She started crying. I said, you give your life to Jesus. She was the first one filled that. Day. You know, uh, in Michigan we have, in Detroit, uh, Pastor Art Wilson and his wife are very involved in the UN ministry. They actually, you know, started it and, and they built it and they're still going. You know, there's been a lot of challenges in that ministry. You know, some of uh, uh, Ban Ki-moon is no longer general secretary because, you know, they get a term of five years and they can be re-elected or reappointed. Well, there's a new person now in the UN and he's anti-Christian. He doesn't want anything, any Christian services there. But we're waiting for God to just, you know, do something, either change him or remove him so that things can happen, you know what I mean? And I remember meeting the General Secretary, Mr. Bun. I went into the office and and they took me in there and I met and he looked at me. He knew why I was there. He knew I was a Christian minute. I was there to talk about the Lord and everything. He just looked at me and then he bowed and then he said, I support this. That's all he said. He's a he's a Christian, but you couldn't say it out loud. He said, "I support this," and I said, "Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless you, sir, for that." And he just smiled. Like you know, but God will bless him. God bless him because he opened the door for the gospel. He didn't open the door for some party. He opened the door for the gospel. got the Holy Ghost. There was a whole lot more people that came, but out of them, 14 were hungry enough to get the Holy Ghost. And if the rest were hungry, God would have filled all of them. There's no limit. There's no ceiling. Oh, I'm only going to fill 14 today. No. God has poured it all out for thousands and millions of people to get it. It depends on how much you want it. And God's not going to give you something you don't want. Alright, so... 14 people done. Awesome. By the way, we've had 20, 30 people baptized since then. In Jesus' name. There's a pool on the penthouse. Uh, a, a, well, it's not a penthouse. I call it penthouse. It's right on top. It's almost like a roof area there. In the, you know, there's, a, there's a pool. And a lot of secret baptisms. is exciting. You really live like this for Jesus? It's so exciting. You All you can talk about around your dinner table with your kids is how the testimony of the Lord, rather than the problems of this life, all you'll be able to talk about is the testimony Live like that, so anyway, I go back to the hotel room. I know it's already my goodness, Sister Duval is late. And uh, I go back to the hotel room. Do you want to hear the rest of the story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I go, thank you, thank you. Well, somebody does. Well, I go back to the hotel room. I'm tired, you know. You know, we've given everything we've got. I go back, I'm just putting my feet up and having a bottle of water. The front desk calls me, and they said, Dr. Marshall, yes, there are two people from the UN here to see you. And I'm like, great, now I'm gonna get deported. (laughs) Well, it's been nice knowing you. I said, "Uh, well, what what is it about? I said, "Uh, okay, well, who are they? And he gave two female names, two women. And I said, oh, in that case, can they come up to the room, And they said, okay, we'll send them up to your room. We just wanted to know. So two women came up to the room, knocked on the door, I opened it. The first woman said, are you Dr. Avani Marshall? And I'm like, what is this Russian Russians following me everywhere? Well, I'm, I'm like a target.
0: <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, if you're Russian, we love you. <laughs> is it, I said, yes. They said, I heard you have a prayer meeting in the UN, in the, in, the, in the auditorium. And I'm like, yes, I did not want to come to your uh, Christian meeting. I'm like, okay, but I need to talk to you. I said, okay, come on in. She said, this is my secretary. She's from Romania. I am from Bosnia. All just right, come on in. So they sat down and she said, I didn't want to come to your prayer meeting. I don't want people to know my, what I do. I'm private. I said, That's, I understand. And she said, my father is dying in my homeland. I need him to live. You have an answer for me. So at first I said, well, okay, well, we'll pray for your father right now and God can touch him and God can heal him. He's able to do so. But the Lord interrupted again. And the Lord said, tell her I'm going to fill her. I was like, not that again. <laughs> you already done that. The lord said tell, tell her i'm gonna fill her so I, this time i knew better than the ark i said ma'am i can pray for your father right now we both can pray and god can touch him but you know what what have you got god in you and you go back to your homeland and pray for your father he said she said really that can happen i said well yeah, of course and she said why i said what do you mean Why God want to come live in me? And I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't if I was God. worship and sing. I started singing, worshiping. I was so tired after the morning session of the UN, but I was just was worshiping and singing, and she started lifting up her hands. So all of a sudden, she began to speak words, and she said, I was like, is that Bosnian? Are you speaking in your own language? She said, no, I don't know what I'm speaking. What is this? I said, well, that's what She's on her knees, and she's just like this. And I said, what do you think? She said, well, she needs it too. And I'm like, okay. So we pray for her, and the Romanian secretary receiver. They both have been baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, come on, church,
0: let's stand. Let's stand, let's stand. Let's stand.
4: You need to, let me tell you, let me, you need to make up your mind right now that your thoughts will be constructive and never destructive. Your mind the solutions of the future and not dwell in the problems of the past. You need to make some decisions today. Amen. Amen. One of the biggest reasons for our problems that our problems defeat us is because it's easier to blame other people than take responsibility. How many here you want that radical Christian Holy Ghost? That, ra- that, that the Holy Ghost. Par- I, I know, I know, I know you, some of you, many of you have received the Holy Ghost. A month ago, a year ago, 20 years ago, whatever. But I want us to be so filled with it. Everyone. And nobody needs to pray for anybody. You come here by yourself and you get a hold of it right now. today that Holy Ghost is for you. I want you to be so filled today that when you go back home, you reignite your prayer life. You reignite your prayer life. You get with guns. I am not going to uh, you know, waste one day without talking to God. You know, oh, but you're not. Nobody's gonna turn around and look at who, who who put their hand up. I'm gonna ask you a question. How many here you have either never spoken in another tongue before, or you've spoken it but it's been a while? How many here? Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. You have never heard yourself speak in tongues. Now, leave your hand up, please. Leave, please, leave your hand up. Thank you. Just, just for a few seconds. You've never heard yourself speak in tongues, or you have, but it's been a while. How many here? Just just bravely put your hand up and say, Lord, I'm gonna get this. I don't care who looking. I want this. I'm gonna get this. Those of you, those of you with your hand up, I want you to make yourself in front towards me right now. I'm gonna pray a special anointing on you. I'm gonna pray a special anointing on you, a special blessing. We have we have we have ministers' wives, we have Sister Duval and other if you are a minister or a minister's wife in this church, would you help me come? Please, sir, would you help me come and pray for these precious people whose hands have been lifted? Oh May what is your name? What is your name? Yes. People, I believe my friend Ida Lisa here is going to receive the power of God. So, Robert, brother Robert's going to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. Who else? There's, there's been a bunch of people that put their hand up. Come on, my love. What is your name? Oh, hello, beautiful. What is your name? Aliyah. Aliyah, you're going to receive the Holy Ghost. Look at that. Aaliyah. Anybody else? Who else? Come on, sis. Come on, my friend. Praise the Lord. Nicole's gonna get the Holy Ghost, y'all. If there's if there's anybody else here, we are going we are going to give a word of faith, and you're going to receive it. Amen. You ready? Are you ready? Praise the Lord! This is what I want. I want the man. I I, I feel in my spirit, brother Munden, you are family pastor. I, I I feel in the spirit that I want you to give the word of faith for people to receive the Holy Ghost. Would you? I know you. And then I'm gonna come up there. We're gonna lay hands and we're gonna pray for people. Amen. The rest of us, you're like, well, I already got. I already speaking, but I want God to fill you and make.
5: Hallelujah. Lord, like, you know, while we're here in this time of prayer, I do have news from the pastor's location. And even though these things are hard at times, but knowing that Sister Beverly was a woman of God, she is going on to glory to get her reward. Pastor had an opportunity to about five hours with her, and so he had a chance to minister to her and return when she had poured it to him many years, many years ago, but right now I want to take some time and pray for the Broach family and all that are connected. I want to pray for a Know and we never want to pass up the opportunity. Even in the military, when we're in combat, when I got the Holy Ghost, three weeks later, I was sitting in Afghanistan on a Pakistan border. And even there in the dry desert, we would take bottles of water, five gallon water jugs, and they had a tarp of plastic, and we would dig a hole or a pit almost like a real grave. And we lined it, and when we lined it, we'd take that water and dip it in, there and made it just shallow enough for the largest man to fit in there, almost like a real grave, but not six feet deep, because this man is coming up. And we would take them, and these men would repent. We'd talk to them. Now, at the time, I was very new, and I didn't know the importance of baptizing in Jesus' name. And I can't remember whether we baptized them in Jesus' name or whether we baptized them in Titus. And it dealt with it. But once I find out about Jesus' name, me and my chaplain, we talked about it. And I told him every time we do it, I'm not going to have any part unless we baptize them in the name of Jesus. But I tell you, today, that's what we have. Because they have men that I do. And one that you specifically heard about, specialist Wesley, that was one of our brothers that missed church one day. And then that Tuesday was killed in a firefight.
0: Amen.
5: You, never know, you never know. Because the enemy is out there seeking. That's right. And he'll influence anything, anybody, to get alcohol in their system, for them to go crazy and wall walk with a gun, or just for you to slip and fall while you're cleaning your roof. Today is your opportunity to go down in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Obedience. Hallelujah. It's better than
0: sacrifice. Hallelujah. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, hallelujah. Oh,
5: hallelujah. All right.
0: Hallelujah. Yes.
5: All right. Well, right now we got Reverend Parks. gonna take your jacket, off. Who's going to go ahead and baptize these good saints. And what we're going to do is um, we're grabbing a mic for Reverend Parks as he prepares to baptize him. And today is a glorious day. Today is a good day. Hallelujah. For somebody to go down in the name of Jesus. Do not fret. Do not wait. Talk to one of our ministers. Talk to one of our leaders. Hallelujah. We got somebody to take a picture. All right. Thank you, Sister ain Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give a hand clap of praise to the Lord for giving Sister E to somebody who's so great at her craft that we wouldn't have a history of a lot of this if she wasn't here taking pictures every Sunday, every Tuesday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Jesus. y'all hear River Parks? Yes, yes. Let me switch banks with you.
1: Praise God. Have we had a mighty move of the Holy Ghost in the house today? Amen. We're thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost as I was praying there. We realize that the Holy Ghost is a gift that God wants to give free. Once we've repented of our sins, God wants to give us that gift. But not only that, he wants to cover us in his blood. And for those that are standing here... And in the presence of the Lord, we're about to baptize them in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. Amen. Amen. We're a long-time member here at our church.
0: Yeah,
1: Ida right? oh, yeah. Lisa Torres is about to go down in Jesus name. Because English is her second language. And then you feet down inside of mouth. upon the honest confession of your faith, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. belief of the acts of the apostles. I now baptize you in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins.
5: change, hallelujah, so that is your,
0: yes ma'am, yes ma'am,
5: you make sure, you coming up, you know, (laughs) Uh, make sure, uh, our ladies, ladies, please be careful, especially if you're wearing any type of heel, I just see many of our ladies who have tripped and stumbled on the carpet, so we want to make sure, that's why I'm always mindful of this, but uh, even more so, the Lord is looking out for us, making sure, when we get the Holy Ghost, it's harder to trip, <laughs> now you can override the Holy Ghost. Push that. Push that. Override, but but the Lord is doing some mighty things. Hallelujah. Well, before right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and I'll also put out a whole bunch of information. So as soon as we finish with the baptism and the prayer, I just want to go ahead and um, say thanks to everyone who has set up or did anything to help out with this. All the way from our drivers, you know. To some who, some who had the work today, all of our ushers, all of those that prepared foods and all that, and, and all of those that did all the decorations, and Christy Lynn, she does a marvelous job of getting everything set up. She's done a marvelous job leading in the altar service of uh, praise so that we can have a beautiful, melodious, River Park. <laughs> is and uh, uh, Medley
0: <laughs>
5: It's an inside joke that we got But uh, but man, what a great day Man, I am worked up uh, Hey, brother, we want to go hit up the gym Like we always do you know, and, and do some workout We got to tell all the people at that church They need to hit up this church <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah But well, Praise the Lord But uh, what I do want to do is I want to go ahead and bring up Sister Deval um, I know she has a lot of Things that she probably want to say. And uh, let's give some of our praise. for uh, together. And continue for her school. Continue for her to be able to do what she
0: does. Thank you, Brother Michael. Thank you all.
6: And to think the second week in April, the enemy tried to attack me with a heart attack. Right. We have to do better than that. Prayer in front of you because God intercepted it and said that it wouldn't be so. And I praise them because they're power in the name of Jesus. They're power in prayer. Hallelujah. And I thank God for praying people. Hallelujah. My daughter told me last night, and I told her, I said, well, tomorrow I'm going to call you out. She said, Mama, last night you was a little too preachy.
1: That's her thing
6: for me. Don't, don't be so preachy. So I'm not gonna preach this morning. I wanna thank everyone, first of all the Lord Jesus Christ, because you just can't do anything until you hear the voice of the Lord say, go forth, it will be well. Because you just don't know. Praise the Lord, but when the Lord says go forth, it'll be well. Because who the Lord ordains to be here, you best believe they're gonna be here. And did not a heart burn as she preached by the way for us? We thank the Lord for his presence. We, I just want to honor my pastor and my first lady um, because speaking with them before they took off to go to Rome, I could hear the heaviness in his heart that he he did not want to leave the conference, but it was needful for him to go. You know, and I, I just, I said, he said, Sister Duval, what would what, you do? I said, Pastor, I would go. I would go. And I said, if you just give us your blessings, we're going to go forth with conference, and he did. And um, the pastoral staff, for all of their help and their support, I, had, I, I was like Sister Wendy. I had a little sheet, because I knew if I didn't stick with it, I would forget something, but it must have my paper in the trash. <laughs> Amen. So if I omit someone, you you don't charge it to my head or my heart. Just to give me in Jesus' name. But I do want to thank um, our our guest speaker. I, I I don't like to use that word speaker because I feel that when we invite people to come, they're our messenger. Yes. They're bringing yes. us a word from the Lord. Yes. Amen. And, and I think Dr. Marshall, when I called her, it was no well. It was yes, I'll come. Give with my personal assistant, sister Wendy, and I thank you so much. I want to get into the testimony of how we met. Amen. I love you, Dr. Marshall. And she didn't know that when I was at Oasis Women Conference, thank you, Sister Terry, for being here yeah. and the solid rock Ladies for coming all the way Harry, praise the Lord, a man of God, a church that's just doing awesome exploits for the kingdom of God. And if you have not been to an exciting and empowering women's conference that you will leave change, September, you need to be in Atlanta on Washington Road at Oasis Women's Conference. I've had ladies that, that, that prayed. We came off. Amen. Amen. You, you you just have to forget about yourself when you come into the presence of the Lord. Amen. So I, it was in 2014 when I met Dr. Marshall at Oasis Women Conference, and we were leaving after the service, and she stopped in front of me and she said to me, she said, "I want to pray for you tonight." That's all she said, and I didn't ask what you. Perceive? You know, and when I came back, I didn't run her down. I stayed at the old I was worshiping and praying, and she came, and she prayed that whatever I went through, God was going to give me the victory. She didn't know that just that January, my son, my only birth child, had 95% of his body burned, and he was in the burn center in Augusta, Georgia. But let me tell you, all those years later, he's still alive. He's still here because God did just what he said and gave me the victory. And I praise him for it. My grandchildren still have their father with them today because of righteous prayer. You can't tell me what prayer won't do. Praise the Lord. So I thank Sister Dudley for her solo last night. I, pray the Lord for, I have to mention, sister, sister McCall is here from Care of Praise. This is my sister, this is my sister. And if y'all don't be careful, she's gonna pray me to Alabama. <laughs> Amen, I wanna thank the Lord for Sister Gina who has been here, I think since we did our second conference or maybe the first one. But she's been here for conference after conference. And this year she brought Brother Albert Smith with her. You talk about a praying brother. Yeah. Amen. Amen. They know to call me. Don't let me miss the nine. that Brother Albert is praying. And I'm at work sitting at my desk, but I got my earbuds in. And my feet be going. Amen. I praise the Lord for our media. I see Pastor Dudley here from New Life. This is our daughter work, but they're driving. They're moving.
1: We have uh, Sister Erica Johnson. She, The first time I saw her was when we had our picnic, uh, our, our community. It was the,
0: church the church
1: church anniversary cookout, uh, and uh, I met uh, Sister Erica Johnson. She was with her sister Rachel, and their mother Edith also comes here. Uh, so Sister Rachel. Okay, so sister, she said no she didn't, so to to clarify, Uh, sister Rachel and and sister Erica have been coming since then, amen, and sister Rachel has a testimony herself of how the Lord has touched her body and, and healed her. And, uh, and we're just thankful that, and i told her this, I say from the day that the Lord brought her to that cookout. He's been touching her life ever since. She's been in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So now we're about to take Erica Johnson down in the name of Jesus. That's something to rejoice for. Johnson, upon the honest confession of your faith, your belief in what the Bible says in the Acts of the Apostles, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins.
6: The kingdom, we're birthing babies into the kingdom, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. The angels in heaven are rejoicing, hallelujah, as the word of God says, over one soul, hallelujah, that's added to the kingdom. How many of you know that Jesus would leave the 90 and 9 just to go find the one? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Today is Sister Rachel's family. Tomorrow it could be our particle. It could be our unsaved loved ones. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, have your way, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, we release your spirit. with Dr. Marshall for just a little while. Praise God, we're going to release you in Jesus' name. Don't go and give your money to Burger King and McDonald's. Praise the Lord. This plenty, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all ought to save some of that Burger King and McDonald's money for the offering. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Now, what the Lord has done this today, we owe Him a better hand praise than that. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! I'm giving the mic back to Brother Munden, but I do want to thank our prayer ministry for their dedication to prayer. Praise the Lord! every Saturday morning. I don't call them and remind them. They sometimes beat me here, but they're here crying out for souls to be added to the kingdom. They're crying out and praying for this city. Amen, and we, we have to pray. We, we have an adversary, so we have to pray. And I thank God for our pastor allowing us to do ministry in Jesus' name. All right,
5: let's give the Lord, hallelujah, some praise, hallelujah. Let's give some praise Let's continue to pray. Hallelujah for Sister Erica. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is still doing a mighty work, a mighty work. And as we prepare to close, um, I definitely want to remind us tomorrow morning we have our early service at 930 a.m. And we will be having our um, noon service at 11 a.m. So definitely you may want to make sure you come, put your purse in your seat or something like that. Remember, we may be a little bit more packed, so um, we want to be mindful to make sure when we sit in our seats that we, um, I know ladies, y'all expensive purses and all that, we want to keep them on the chairs, but keep it close to you so we can, you know, fit it, fit everybody in and everybody can get a seat. And uh, we can try not to use the overflow. I know sometimes we do have to use it, but it's okay, all right? But hallelujah, as we have our ushers and usherettes come up for the offering, it's only right to give. Anytime in the word, in the scripture, you always see whenever you go to someone's house, whenever you visit, bring something. Do not go empty-handed. Because many times when the Lord does is he multiplies what you have given. Hallelujah. Just as pastor has received. And the multiplication, hallelujah, from the prayers that he received from Sister Broach, hallelujah. Today, we have all prayed for her. What she has put in, the Lord has multiplied when he returned it to her, hallelujah. And we want to make sure to save in our life. It's not a prosperity gospel. What it is, is the truth of the Bible, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't give to give, but I give, and then the Lord receive, uh, gives back to me. Much more than money can ever buy. He gives me my health. He gives me a wealth of love. He gives me my family. He gives me power to be able to speak things into the world and they come, hallelujah, to effect. Hallelujah, and that's what we do, hallelujah, because we want to honor the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Well, Lord Jesus, we, are, if we can all please stand. Hallelujah. Thank you for Please do not forget, we do have a snack for you, as Sister Devon just said. Out to my right, your left. Make sure when you go out there, make sure that as we eat and get our trays, we can always go back for a second because we want to make sure that everybody gets something, all right? Uh, We did reserve the first two tables for our ministers, for the uh, visiting ministers. Um, those that have driven so far, so those first two tables, please keep open. We can sit and rest so they can go ahead and um, sit down, eat their meal. And as you rest this evening, don't forget your school assignment, your homework assignment, all right? Uh, to go home and pray for at least one loved one, for 15 minutes and somebody tomorrow to receive that's been coming and haven't received or tomorrow that will be a first-time guest, all right? all right hallelujah well as we prepare, as I prepare our purses and wallets lord jesus heavenly father we are thankful lord thankful for the mighty work you have done today lord we're getting six or seven i can't remember i lost count and that's a good thing Lord, with your presence, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. And those, Lord, hallelujah, that have been gone down in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, hallelujah, for them, Lord, that this is not a sprint, Lord Jesus, but it is a marathon, Lord, hallelujah. And we pray, Lord, also for this offering, Lord Jesus, that we are about to give for this conference, Lord, because this allows us to give, Lord, and do what we do in our community. And what we do in our other conferences, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We plead your blood over every saint that is in this house this morning. In Jesus' name and the congregation said, Amen. Amen. All right, God bless over God. You can come down the sides, return up the middle, shake hands, both fists with a brother or sister, please no headbutts, And be ready with your dancing shoes on tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. and 11 o'clock a.m. Hallelujah. Go with God and be blessed.